Here we are with the post-game interview for the NA Rivalry Sunday Conquest event, as I like to call it. We had two maps, four stream and framing fences, both won by CSA, but CSA started off with having 10 more men than the USA, and by the end, it was getting to 15 to 20 people. But regardless of that, it was still two great rounds, really fun to watch. We have a bunch of leaders from the night where we'll talk about strategy and more. So let us introduce everyone here. We'll start with the CSA. First, we have McPhail. How's it going? Good, how are you? Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah just Fifth Florida. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've been in enough of these. I feel like I don't know. That's a fair point. My bad. Next, we have Scott. What's up, guys? Major General of Sussy Brigade. Major General Scott's mm. here. Glad to be here as always. Next, we have Zapstar. Captain Zapstar, the first Maryland. Pleasure to be here. And we have C. Murphy. Major C. Murphy of the 5th North Carolina, former Lieutenant General of Sussy, but I lost the Civil War. Wait, hold on, we lost? I thought we won. Did you not see the video Scott's made? God damn it. Next, we have hey, Cheeto. Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Major General Cheeto, in charge of AB, part of I Corps. And once again, since Goon's not here, I'm still his daddy. And then finally, we have Drax. Yep. Major General Drax, Commanding Officer, Walker's Division, part of I-Corps. We represent Fort Texas, 6 Georgia, and 1st North Carolina Sharps, Company B. All right, I appreciate you all being here. Now moving on to our USA representatives. First, we have Hazard. Yeehaw, gentlemen, I'm Hazard. I run the 1st Tennessee Infantry within Hood's Division. And then we have Cool. Howdy, hey. Major Cool, representing 65th Illinois, uh, making up TNA, which involves 1st Minnesota, 23rd New York, and 1st Cav. All right. I appreciate you all showing up tonight. So let's talk about the first round four stream. CSA won that. And so we'll ask them for their strategy. What was the CSA strategy going into the round? And how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? I can take that one, Scott. <clears throat> um, we basically, uh, very similar to two weeks ago when we played that Super Bowl event, um, basically ran all of i on Overlook for B, and then Sussy Brigade was in charge of Overlook for uh a uh and we had a a unit from sussy uh c murphy's fifth north carolina was the quick reaction force that shifted back and forth between the two um the point was to to use large open fields and force the union to cross large open territories taking fire uh the entire time which by the time they got into melee would be suppressed and at 25 percent efficiency due to suppression uh when they entered melee um they, they rushed us, unlike the other people from two weeks ago. We were kind of prepared for that, took a lot of them down, um, and just turned it into just a slug match, um, just trying to hold a lot of big defenses uh, down in the southern sector of the map near B. Um, every time they took it, we just tried to retake it immediately back so we didn't get hit with a trickle. And uh, due to that, uh, we were just able to dictate terms of the engagement. Um, they I, It looked like they expected us to push out and get very aggressive, uh, but we kind of restrained ourselves and let them come to us, which just showed itself in the 200 killed ticket differential at the end. That's it. Thank you. Any other CSA? Have anything to say? You want to tell them about the fighting over A, Scots? Yeah, yeah. So the fighting over A, at first, you know, they had made a, a large push on the B. Um, I believe it was the mass majority of their team. Now, I'm not entirely sure, but it looked like it because A was 
essentially untouched when uh, we heard that B was in trouble. Fifth uh, and C and First Texas went down to help with the situation on B and First Texas or uh, Fifth Florida and First Maryland went down to uh, C to try to cause some havoc up there and try to draw a little bit of pressure off of B. We decapped it, held it, weren't able to recap it, got into a big, a good fight with the unit. And um, yeah, then really they shifted, uh, the union started shifting more guys over to attack the A point. Um, it was back and forth there for a good bit in the second half of the map. Um, they would they would hit us pretty good, then we'd come back and hit them pretty good, and it was just back and forth. It was a really good fight up there at A, and the difference between the A fight and the B fight is the A fight is a lot of really close-range gunfights and a lot of really big melees, and, uh, you know, it was it was a tough one to hold on to A, but we, we eventually were able to keep our grasp on it and dwindle tickets. Yeah, I think the uh, communication between the groups is what really helped to transfer groups to help at B or vice versa. Yeah. I know there's a time. really good charge. Agreed, yeah. Um, I don't know what unit from Sussie that charged across the field and hit the union from the side. And then we really saw that, that take advantage. Good charge. We saw it take advantage and helped with that charge, cleared them out, and were able to really hold on to B again. So this communication and movement was really, was really on par in that matter. Yeah. A lot of time where how we're really successful that give give up a little bit of a, a secret here is the communication is we get notified that that's happening about 10 seconds out. So unit commanders are able to give issued orders to their units to lift and shift fire so that it minimizes team kills. So we're not getting those four ticket loss team kills as often because we're preemptively switching and moving our men's fire so they're not hitting those charging units that are moving into your field of fire and that's a little bit of a secret there for up-and-coming units that are watching is learning how to master that communication and shift your fire so that you're not hitting friendly units and knowing when they're going to do it really helps win those battles oh yeah uh to follow up on scott's there uh I'm probably going to speak about uh, the second half of that first round. Maryland did an awful lot of work in those woods there. We were uh, trying to play a bit of a skirmisher action. And what we would do is when we encountered enemy forces that were larger than ourselves there, uh, we would report it back to officer chat and uh, we'd call in reinforcements as needed. And many times we had units like uh, 5th Florida or Texas or 5th uh, NC that would show up just in the nick of time, just as they were reaching A, and uh, we would just absolutely slaughter once they arrive. Murphy? Yeah, those were those are Sussie's woods. I'll say that. No one was safe <laughs> in those woods with Sussie Brigade running rampant. It was awesome. Anytime there was a charge, we, we would report that there's a unit in the woods. Somebody would say, some of our scouts in the 5th, we'd go to kill them. And I see Texas and Florida and Maryland, like, everyone's just engulfing them at one time. Everyone was dying in the woods. We had a great time. It was fun. Fifth and C was all over the place. It was almost like an orc wog as, like, all of our fucking units just descended upon this consolidated right. enemy. And just out of the woods, out of nowhere. It's like Indian when they were, out there. When they all went down for first core, you know, we shifted down there. Y'all were holding well, and then we came in. Mm -hmm. It was just like a well-oiled machine. 
Glorious. Do what we had to do. That's all I got for that. Nick fails. Is there anything you wanted to add to that, or? No, I think they they covered it mostly. I think that yeah, we just did some really good communicating. Like when there was, when they were coming for the woods, like we knew about it before they even got there, except for the one time where they did get us in the rear pretty good. I think that was an A. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now let's move on to our USA representatives. What was your guys' strategy going into the first round four stream, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Cool. You want to go first, or should I? Uh, go ahead and take it out, Hazard. All right. Uh, well, the basic gist was we were going to send the whole team to B. Uh, Forest Stream is not a fun map for the Union under any circumstance. You're pretty much under fire from CSA artillery right out of spawn, so they see where you're going. And especially if you're even or down in numbers, it's a hard map for Union, even if Union outnumbers CSA. So the idea was we were going to go down there, go right down the split rail like you've seen us do, and then hook left behind that berm where that cornfield is and cap B and hold B from there. And if we needed to split units off to go to C, we would do that from there. Uh, and that's exactly what wound up happening. We took B, sent units off to C, but at that point we were we were suffering from some sort of a number imbalance somewhere on the uh, the field because the uh, CSA was able to retake B. And from there it was you know trying to plug 10 holes with nine corks which is not a uh, a solid angle to work to try to pull that map back it was a slog it was a slog for sure again our, our, our initial plan you know of, of getting to be and, and sweeping it hit we were able to, to get everyone moving you know between uh, hoods division a and b and, and tna to, to get down there got to be got our flags up and then got see it had that initial moment right at the start of the game where, where where stuff was in our favor, but then we just started as it is. As I said, we were trying to plug holes with with a deficit of guys, and it's just all right, all right, tough map. You know, if we had lost our flags, we had a long way to go from spawn. You know, and just w wash the whole way, be it from A, be it from our uh, Union or CSA artillery. It was a tough one, but again, you know, we're, TNA has been working with HD and A and B for a while. You know, we we always enjoy those games, even if they're tough ones. Only question I had for the union is you guys had that number in balance. You guys were down then, uh, but more towards the second half of that round, you would have, I think A and V would go off to A by themselves, get wiped. And then HD would have one of their regiments go in, get wiped. A and V would then go back in and die. Was that like just trying to distract the CSA a little bit or why weren't you, why were you guys so split up being in balance? At that numbers? point, in the round we started suffering a lot from the, the the consequences of having such a long spawn run and having flags down people were very disorganized uh and yeah we were we were basically just trying to find whatever intact unit we could to feed into a problem area because pulling back at that point we figured was just going to basically be laying it down and accepting defeat that we yeah. even if we reformed we were just going to run right into waiting bayonets and rifles there was not going to be a any chance we, we, we would have been pulling back in open field of fire which again when, when you know other side has got a established position we would just be walking around or just you know running around in a, in a group of guys just waiting for them to shoot us so we we're again just trying to trying to plug holes that's a fair answer thank you yeah all right let's move on to the second round framing fences csa won that mount 
So what was your guys' strategy going into that round, and how did you guys react to the average change of battlefield? You want to start that one off, Cheeto? Yeah. Um, the goal was to hit the left side, stay out of sight, out of mind, because we knew the Union was going to cap A first. Um, and then, once again, it came down to communication. We had some units split, cap a B. Then uh, we had a unit on artillery, which did a fantastic job as well tonight. So once i got to the left-hand side of the field, I know Susie had a group, I think it was Texas, hit the right, messed around with artillery, just be a nuisance over there. And then the rest came up, swept the left-hand side. They started their charge to the cap point A. We saw it, we jumped the fence, helped with that charge. We completely cleared out A, and we just held it from there. I know the Union did several massive charges. Um, we did, a, we did a fantastic hold. It was just, it was just bloody down, coming down that uh, hill for the Union and play a defense line, but we were able to hold it. And I don't think we ever lost uh, a point the whole entire night. Yeah, I think the big job. thing that we we learned from the last time we played that in that Super Bowl event was stuttering a little bit to try to get to A and letting them take it and spread themselves out. And we kind of let the Union thin themselves out trying to cover that whole bloody lane. Uh, and that's when Walkers and Andersons from i really loaded up that left-hand side and then it just started being a distraction, which caused the Union to try to start caving in. And we knew going in on that map, coming off the previous map, that we only had about a 5-10 to 10 man differential, which is not a lot to where we can just like really use numbers, so we had to be careful. Uh, but we caused a distraction there, and then right when the Union was starting to get figuring out what the distraction was, the entirety of Sussy just crushed them on the left flank, uh, and at the same time, i joined in on the charge on the through the road, and we were able to just rickroll that entire thing and secure A, uh, and we were able to hold it pretty much just by moving our entire army left and right across the field as we saw where their flags were moving. Uh, they did try a couple funny things towards the end, towards the right, and first Texas was the canary in the cold mine uh, and was able to call out for help, and we were able to allocate units. Uh, to go plug those holes on the right flank uh, most of the time, except for, I think, those one time it, it, it ended up working out in the Union's favor. Uh, but they were so heavily decimated, they couldn't they could only hold that position. They couldn't really advance uh, until they regathered strength, and we were able to shove more friendly units down that hole. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's all about, like you said in your last time you videoed us, watching us on that, is it's, it's about moving your entire force but not leaving things unguarded, um, you know, and it's not necessarily fun for the unit that's staying behind guarding it, but it's vital. You can't leave open holes in your defense, but then you got to coordinate shifting your entire team of 200-something people, you know, uh, you know, or 150-something people around the map. And it's a, it's, it's a logistical issue, but it's definitely with people that you're used to working with and people that trust each other. Um, it works really, really good. That's all I got. Scott's? Yeah, so um, on that second map, really, you know, there was a really good initial charge. You know, we knew coming into that map that the last time we had played it, like everybody says, like it was said before, um, we knew that was a, a shock charge. Like we knew it was going to, if anything, it was going to shock the Union. And luckily it played out in our favor to where we were able to take the position and from there, that's when we decided to spread out. Um, but see, the way we spread it out is first Maryland was on the left in the rocks. 
and we had, I believe it was Anderson's Brigade and 1st Texas, if I'm, no, 1st Texas Walkers. was still on the right. Walkers, yeah. Anderson Brigade and Walkers were right behind us. So what 1st Maryland would do is we would pretty much be like a forward like line to draw guys in. And um, they did one massive push on the, on the left side. And we fell back immediately, got in line with, with Walkers and, and AB. And as soon as we did that, they just got decimated. I think i destroyed one half of the charge just in, a, in the initial volley. And then by mm -hmm. the time we got back, it was just mop-up Cleaning kills. up the melee, yep. Yeah. So, um, and really, that's how it played out for the whole event. And then towards the, Maryland really worked that left side. And at towards the end of the event, you know, it was breaking to... Uh, Engaged. Engaged, correct. Thank you. And we, um, 5th NC and 1st Maryland pushed up the left side into their cornfield and swooped around. And um, right as we were doing that, they hit last stand and we were able to clean up a good chunk of their team in that charge that, that I think put pretty much put the nail in the, on the, in the hole. And yeah, it turned out really good for us in the end. And it's always fun fighting against those guys. Those guys know how to put up a good fight. Yeah, we also noticed that they spent a lot of people on artillery. So we sent a lot of our people to artillery as well. And uh, we, we had a lot of those locations pretty dialed in and had the, the data for it and uh, really kind of gave them a once for. And we also timed out our artillery for the middle of their charges. And there were several times where Sussy Artillery and Blackshear's Battery from i were able to time their their shots to land exactly when the enemy was in the midst of a charge dropping the rounds right into the charge and that really weakened the enemy up by reducing their stamina and, and suppression and killing quite a fair bit of them and that was timing that out was very difficult but it's, it's always fun to see it work Any other the artillery yep. ab's artillery is really good black shears battery Thank you, fellas. Yeah. Thank you. There were shells coming over our heads, just smacking the Union up on the hill. It was nice. Mm -hmm. I, I, speaking of the of that battery, I remember um, we were on the left, and we saw a big, big, huge push on that right. Yep. And I saw one Artie shell come and hit smack dab in the middle of that unit and wipe out a good chunk of them. And I, I was just like, now that's, that's, that's where Artie is good in this game, is when you have people that know what they're doing, and know where to shoot and know where to pre-fire and pre-aim is is the key to artillery. Now, I'm not saying everybody is that good. All right, that's enough of you... Artie. I want the talking stick. <laughs> Whoa, Murphy. I've heard enough about artillery. <laughs> According to last week's video, artillery is the king. No. It is. All right, I have the stick. All right. So we had one plan, all right? We had one goal, fifth and C. Nothing else worked in that match. This had to work, and that was to charge down the left and take the Union team off of A point. And that's what we did. Our whole team, mm -hmm. all as one, swept them off. It was like the Rohirrim charge in the Lord of the Rings. We just ran through them. I'm proud of everybody. Very well timed. It was. It was perfectly timed. We just pushed down. Maryland was with us. And then we charged later in the game with Maryland. Hit, that, hit a lot of their team in the back, wiped them all out. It all just worked out perfectly. I'm proud of everybody. All right, that's it. McPhail. I guess all I would say is that the 
you know, we were just really organized there on the fence. It was like if they hit us in the left, we were all going that way and shifting, and we knew our spots in the line. That's kind of keys that we kind of all know our spots in the line too. And like like Scott said, uh, Maryland was on the far left of the line. We we positioned ourselves forward in those rocks, and uh, whenever we saw a large enemy advance, Maryland did a very good job of disengaging and falling back to the friendly strong point that was to our rear. And once we were there, we uh, we fucking annihilated whatever push they sent our way. Now, what I will say is those pushes that the enemy made. That it's an incredibly hard position to advance upon because you've got that you're on a hill, you're skyland already, and then you're advancing down it. We can see you as you come before you're able to take us out, and that is what Maryland relied upon because we were forward of our friendlies. And had we had stayed, we could have been easily been free tickets for you lads, but we were able to disengage, fall back to our strong point, like I said, and just form up and just blunt whatever charge came our way now that being said it was fucking cool seeing you guys come over that hill with three different locations and yeah. to try to hit that fits it was pretty fucking cool made it very Either complicated way. to defend it because it was like three or four different abysmus of attack every time it was definitely complicated props to the union on that absolutely the charges were a beautiful thing to see and speaking of union Union, what was your guys' strategy going into framing fences, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Same order, cool. Do you want to go first, or should I? I'll follow you, buddy. Copy that. Well, same same kind of plan. Uh, really, as the CSA kind of had once they took A, we went straight into A. We were going to try to slinky along that whole fence line. We did expect, they were right, we did expect them to push right up for our artillery. Uh we didn't do it, but we were expecting one of two things. We were never expecting the central. We were expecting either one flank or the other. But if you guess wrong, have fun running across the whole map to try to stem that fucking flood. The uh, So they hit really, really hard on the right. We were down a uh, some bayonets already from people crashing out and lagging out. And... Uh, we hadn't noticed it at this point, but our artillery had a very, very, very good attendance that uh, that night. So a large, large number of our of our team was on artillery already. So it, it you know, it's at the point of the bayonet, that local indifference. Yeah, and we're never holding that. From there, it was really a, a lot of the same as uh, on the first map. Once a uh, our initial position is broken, we are kind of on the back foot trying to plug a hole trying to find a hole that we can actually plug the uh big charges just didn't have enough oomph behind them even after we pulled all of our guys off of artillery and put them on the uh, on the firing line just wasn't a wasn't really an angle we could hit until the very very end of the game well while scott's and them were uh clearing out a and b tna and hd pushed all the way up around the union left and came in behind a didn't work, but it it looked cool. It looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I mean, our artillery was doing their work. They weren't really taking too much. But a uh, as long as they're having to deal with a 20-man battery across from them, I mean, all they're going to be able to do is do a lot of counterbat, and that's counterbat doesn't really do much. 
Uh, cool. You want to go ahead? Yeah. So I mean, we 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 had our plan to get into A. We got there, and 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 our our we we had the idea of setting up along that uh you know that that split rail fence, knowing that you know hey you know with their numbers they're gonna come crashing out. It's a short it's a short field of attack. They don't have to go very far. They have cover, and they'll be able to hit us right away. And you know, sure is. Sure enough, that's that's what we you know we anticipated it. It happened. Um, but being down again, you know, won't harp on it too much. Uh, you, the, we had some some guys crash out in between, uh, in between games, and it, and just weren't able to get back in or just couldn't get back in. Had issues with the server. Um, so that that you know that that ten man imbalance from the first server or the first round became a twenty man imbalance. And when you, when you're either trying to charge someone or defend a charge, you know those. The numbers having numbers of bayonets, focused, focused units, focused people, uh, you know, is what's going to win you charges. Um, Hoods is you know having having a lot of guys on artillery. Hoods' artillery is um, lethal, no matter what map. Um, and just but just having you know having that lack of guys to either repel a charge or to be a part of a charge is is hard for a conquest map when you know the objective is taking specific points and, and holding specific points. Um, at the end, we kind of started to try to get it creative, started trying to go far, union right, far, union left, just trying to work around more. Um, communicating with ANV and HD is always, um, you know, stellar. That's how, we're, you know, we're able to get those, you know, left, center, and right groups going, which is, you know, hard to get, you know, when you have, you know, 30, 40 guys in each group and getting everyone trying, or getting everyone ready um, and coordinating stuff. You know, timing, timing's always tough. Um, but hey, you know, when you're down that many guys, you know, and we we did what we could. We kept it a game, kept trying. That's all you can do. So yeah. Um. So yeah, does anyone have any other questions for anyone, or any comments they wanted to make? No, it's just uh, good games and uh, good playing against you. And those charges were difficult to defend against. Don't don't sell yourself short. Uh, some of those, uh, especially towards the end of that second map. Uh, they they were good. They they were definitely good. Just a little too little too late, um, in in our opinion. But man, it was tough, <laughs> making us really have to work for it. I mean, it was it was not easy. Uh, we we could not be as aggressive as we wanted to be because we were worried about uh your guys' charges. So definitely mad respect there. Absolutely, quite a bit of sweaty moments there in that second round. My my absolute uh compliments there. Yeah, good job. We'll rematch you guys anytime. I think even if the numbers were balanced, we would have smoked you, but it was a GT oh anyway. That's adorable. Ooh. I'll roll you up like a blunt, Murphy, I swear to God. <laughs> but, you know, we had the numbers sorted for the night. They they just kind of underpulled, I guess. People had server issues. That doesn't normally happen, but it is what it is. Well, We can run it back anytime. Y'all did good, though. GG's. Yeah, GG's. Yep. Good job, All right. With that being said, everyone in this post-game interview will have a social media link in the description if they want one there. All the regiments that participated in this event will also be in the description as well. A link to their Discord. Join one of them. Lots of fun. Join the Battleline Discord. We need more frontline reporters and announcers. And so, yeah, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. And we'll see you in the next one. Scott's, is there anything you wanted to say? Cue play the music, play the music, music, play the music, cue it, cue it, play the music. <laughs> <laughs>